Hey there! Welcome to Sky Gems Academy podcast. At Sky Gems Academy, our vision is to build a community of new generation leaders with strong core values, high level of self awareness, high self worth, and passionate individuals who will give back to the community and the environment. We are focused on delivering high quality blended online learning of 21st century life skills delivered and taught online, practiced and perfected offline. Our philosophy is to inspire, educate, and nurture. We work towards inspiring and igniting sparks. We listen, we coach, we fine tune, and accelerate the mastery of 21st century life skills for various age groups. Our blended learning programs are curated from the early years to above 60 years old, as we believe in providing high quality, lifelong learning for everyone. SkyGems Academy Podcast Series 1. How COVID-19 Transformed the Education Industry We will take you inside the minds and behind the scenes of 40 exclusive leaders and educators in the education industry. We've interviewed 40 exclusive educators and leaders in the education industry worldwide, starting with China where the pandemic initially started. You will hear from the leaders in the education industry sharing candidly their views on the possible changes that will take place in the education industry post-COVID-19. Be sure to tune in to SkyGems Academy Podcast Series 1 to listen and learn from the amazing stories, experiences shared, challenges faced, and techniques used by educators in different cities and countries to adapt and overcome their challenges personally as well as professionally in their respective roles in the education industry during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, Let's dive in to SkyGems Academy Podcast Series 1. Introducing to you our host, Alyssa. Hey guys, it's Alyssa. Hope everyone is keeping well. SkyGems Academy Podcast is a passion project that my team and I kicked off in early 2020. As we are all facing the unprecedented events and experiences impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic, we find that there is an urgent need to unite the global community of educators and leaders to progress forward together. Our main objective is to create a platform for all global leaders and global communities to come together to document these historic moments for our future generations. SkyGems Academy podcast is a platform for everyone from all around the world to share, listen, learn, communicate, collaborate, and come together to network and help one another to pull through this very challenging period that has impacted the global community. In each episode of SkyGems Academy Podcast Series 1, How COVID-19 Transformed the Education Industry, you will find yourself immersed and engaged in in-depth discussions and thought leadership in various aspects of education, technology, humanity, diversity, disparity, and collaborations in the education space. We are very grateful and sincerely appreciate each and every one of you who has motivated us, encouraged us, contributed in your own very special ways 
especially our 40 exclusive guest speakers from all around the world. A big thank you to all and a big shout out to all of you. Sky Gems Academy podcast 21st speaker is Margot Ferbert. At Warwick Academy Bermuda, Margot has held the position of Upper Primary Coordinator and is currently the Year 5 and Year 6 Learning Support Teacher and Math Coordinator. She also conducts booster classes for new Year 5 students. Margot has led the primary school through its transition into the UK National Curriculum for Mathematics and has been a driving force behind its recently adopted Singapore approach to teaching mathematics. Margot has led math workshops for teachers and parents and has helped to expand the curriculum through problem-solving initiatives for students in an effort to create enthusiasm towards mathematics. Considering herself a late bloomer in the education arena, Margot was a substitute teacher and a part-time art and PE teacher before landing a full-time teaching position at Warwick Academy, the oldest school in continuous operation in the Western Hemisphere. Starting a full-time teaching position at 41 meant that Margot had to keep abreast of the changes in education in order to remain current. She has attended conferences, workshops and courses throughout Bermuda, the US and the UK. In 2014, she received a Postgraduate Certificate of Professional Development, UK. After graduating from university, Margot married Lance and decided to stay at home to begin her family. She tutored privately until both of her children, Leah and Jamin, began attending primary school. During this time, she also operated a home-based cake decorating business. In her spare time, Margot enjoys reading, gardening and is learning how to play the piano. A born-again Christian, she is an active member of a church where she continues her passion for working with children. Margot and Lance spent many summers traveling extensively across the US and Canada by motorhome. They recently sold their motorhome and had decided that cruise ship travel would be their new form of seeing the world until COVID-19 arrived. When you have been teaching as long as I have, you have to recognize that just like the world is changing every day, the methods of teaching are also changing. We can't stay stuck in a rut if we are educating 21st century children. We just can't. You know, some of my colleagues are young enough to be my children. In fact, I've taught some of them, said Margot. Now, I'm pleased to introduce you and present to you Margot Ferbert. Today, we have the honor and privilege of having Mrs. Margot Ferbert all the way from Bermuda. Good morning <laughs> to you, Margot. How are you today? Good morning, Alyssa. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. I am so happy to talk to you again and see you again. <laughs> and I look forward to having this great episode together with you. I'm looking forward to it as well. Thank you, Margot. Margot, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the whole uh, audience and listeners across the world? Over to you, Margot. Well, yes. Okay. Well, I am from Bermuda and I am a primary math coordinator and learning support teacher at Warwick Academy in Bermuda. And I'm very honored to be joining you today. Thank you, Margot. The honor is all ours. Thank you so much once again. We are all going through a very challenging period right now with COVID-19, a pandemic that hit us 
all so suddenly beginning of the year 2020. Margot, would you like to share with us how do you feel about the current COVID-19 pandemic situation that you're in? Well, I live in Bermuda, which is a 21-square-mile island in the middle of the Atlantic with 65,000 people. When we saw on the news what was happening in China, I think most of us thought, oh, that's halfway around the world from us. It's not affecting us, so we don't really need to worry about it that much. But in the middle of March, it had reached our shores. There's not a lot we can do about the pandemic being here, but I have to say that I'm very proud of the Bermuda government for keeping us informed and putting in stringent regulations so that we could help to diminish the spread of the virus. We're a small community and we have to do everything that we can to keep our country safe. At the moment, we have 144 positive cases and we've had nine deaths. We're not seeing a rapid increase in the number of cases right now. So I just mm -hmm. pray that Bermudians, especially our young Bermudians, will heed the warnings so that we can combat the spread of coronavirus until a vaccination is found. That is really heartwarming to hear that Bermuda and the government actually come together so united to actually try to combat the whole pandemic that hits your shores since middle of March. And I hope and pray that Bermuda will continue to be able to do that yeah, and also the rest of the world, of course. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Oh, thank you, Margot, for sharing that. And uh, being a small nation, just like Singapore, mm. It is um, mm -hmm. important that we try to contain it because the community is just too compact and also too close together within a small yes. location, yes. right? So that, that is right. Yes, yes. So we are we uh, stay united as a community. Yes, most definitely. Excellent. Thank you, Margot, for sharing. During this period, Margot, uh, what are the challenges that you faced and would you be able to share with us? <laughs> well, I have a few. You know, sure. all of our schools were closed as a result of the pandemic. And yes. shortly after that, I was suddenly thrust from a physical learning environment into a remote learning one. Yeah. Now, our school, Warwick Academy, was brilliant in ensuring that Every teacher and student had the necessary devices, be it iPad or laptop, to effectively continue with the teaching and learning. Uh, the teachers had two intensive training days to familiarize themselves with the teaching platforms, and we used Seesaw and Microsoft Teams. Now, Alyssa, I had never heard of either mm. of these. Yeah. And I had to wrap my head around how to use them and how to deliver the lessons. That was a challenge. Another challenge was having to interact with students through a screen as opposed to face-to-face. -face. You can't always see exactly what the children are doing on the other side of the screen. In the classroom, if you ask them to write down something, you yeah. can see exactly how they are setting it up. But of course, in a remote environment, asking a child to switch the camera around and hold the iPad still while you're trying to read what they have written is not that easy. Completely. <laughs> then sometimes connectivity issues were a challenge. Yeah. And we also had to ensure that the children were logged in at the proper time and that the time was used effectively. Most of the parents. I'll have to say, have been great 
in helping to make sure that their children were logged in at the right time. And, you know, we had to be sensitive to what the parents were experiencing as well. Yes, exactly. Different challenges, right? Yeah, exactly. Yes, that's right. Parents working from home, then having to assist with their children's education has not always been easy for them, but for the most part, it's been successful. But then I could say that uh, Bermuda went on lockdown. We were in shelter in place, as we called it here, for four weeks, and no one could travel further than a half mile from their homes. So that was also a challenge. But while that was unusual for me, I didn't really see it as a major problem because I, well, I actually enjoy being at home. But I would have to say that the biggest challenge for me, Alyssa, was being in front of a screen all day yeah. and not moving around as much as I would like to. I think the, uh, the, what we used to being able to be out and about and be yes. um, communicating face-to-face with people Having yes. the people touch, the human touch is all missing in uh, right yes. now. Like, e- even in Singapore, it's the same. We are also uh, living mostly at home, working from home. Mm. Uh, right. Even for schools, uh, still alternating between home-based learning and also physical learning one week each. So mm-hmm. as much as possible, we try to have social distance yes. among uh, all of us to keep ourselves and everyone safe. Yes. And you know... Mm-hmm. On a personal level, some things are just not simple and straightforward yeah. anymore. Like buying groceries, for instance. You know, yes. groceries, if you have them delivered, you know, you have to wait for the delivery present to come. And then I don't know about you, but I sanitize everything before I pack them away. So it's a time consuming process. It is. Just yeah. Getting groceries now. So those little things take a lot more time, I'm finding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That is a lot uh, on your plate with teaching, family, and all this to juggle. It is very tough, yeah? Yeah, So I was wondering, uh, Margot, with all these challenges that you just talked about from work to personal, how do you Mm. overcome all these challenges and how do you adapt? Well, I can't tell you what I would have done without my iPhone. I have never set so many alarms in my life. I had to set alarms to make sure that I was at the computer for the scheduled times of my lessons and also the staff meetings that I had all through the week. You know, so just making sure that I was in the right place at the right time. Another change that I had to make was to reduce the size of my groups so that the time could be used more Mm -hmm. effectively. I'm a learning support teacher. And I do work with small groups, but I found that I needed to reduce the size of the groups even further and only have two students per 30-minute sessions, which I found was a lot more effective. Two students per session. Wow. That is customized. That's good. Yes, it was. And I think that it was very effective doing it that way. Mm. Um, But you know, I also had to schedule times to get up from the computer, Alyssa, and just Mm. go outside and get some fresh air and get some exercise. Bermuda is such a beautiful island. And I feel like this time of shelter in place has actually prompted me to go for walks and really appreciate the beauty of my island. You are so lucky there. Yes, yes. Bermuda. And, you know, my husband is is retired and we have a little vegetable garden in our backyard, which has been pretty bountiful this year. So at lunchtime, I was able to just go outside and pick lettuce and tomatoes for my salad, for my lunch. And I really enjoyed that too. That's so sweet. Yeah. (laughs) 
do send me photos of that. I would love to see your garden. Uh, okay. Well, it's been picked from quite a bit now, so we don't have <laughs> actually the lettuce is just um, finished. Yeah. Whenever you're ready. Yeah. Whenever they do <laughs> okay. That. All <laughs> right. You. Yeah, sure. Sure. Thank you so much for sharing. That is a wonderful, amazing, great balance too in terms of what, how you try to adapt and the yes. creativity that you put into the routine, right? The new routine that you have to be going through and also mm. thinking about the students, how best to reach out to them and engage them throughout this journey. Thank you for Absolutely. sharing that, Margot. Thank you so much. Margot, in all this that you've gone through, would you be able to um, share with us what are the lessons learned so far? Well, I've found that remote learning is certainly a feasible and viable option for teaching and learning. Mm. The students have adjusted to it. And when we return to the classroom, which our school is actually doing tomorrow, it can be used to supplement the quality of teaching. Nice. I've also learned that students are adaptable and can achieve in the most unfamiliar and unusual circumstances. There are so many online resources where educators can get ideas for teaching creative lessons. And as an educator, it's of utmost importance to stay current. When you've been teaching as long as I have, Alyssa, you have to recognize that just like the world is changing every day, the methods yes. of teaching are also changing. We can't stay stuck in a rut if we are educating 21st century children. We just can't. You know, some of my colleagues are young enough to be my children. In fact, I taught some of them. <laughs> wow. But, but the camaraderie amongst our staff is such that everybody is willing to share new ideas mm -hmm. and methods with me. And when I come up with something that might be new to them, they say, oh, check you out, as if to say, even the older teachers can adapt. <laughs> yes, I've come to learn that there's always newer and more improved versions when it comes to reaching our youth effectively. I like that. Uh, in fact, that is so inspiring. Margot, thank you for sharing that lesson, students. And I, I love it when you say we can't be stuck in the rut if you are teaching the 21st century learners. That's right. That is so true. Mm. That is wonderful hearing from you, Margot. Thank you for sharing that. Sure. Margot, as you say correctly, education industry, we do have to evolve and uh, transform. How do you mm. think COVID-19 has changed that? And how do you think the pandemic will change the education industry post-COVID-19? Well. As I said before, it certainly has made educators more aware of the viability of remote learning. Yes. Several of my colleagues actually have said that they will be using aspects of remote learning even when we return back to the physical learning environment. I think nice. homework will certainly be looking quite differently in the future. And also just the use of technology all around will increase and become a major component of the school curriculum. I think that's a good summary that you put there in terms of what will transpire over the next few months and perhaps the yes. years to come. Yes, right? yes. Well, thank you for sharing your viewpoint. I really appreciate that, Margot. Margot, in um, the new normal of your life, what would that look like? Is there a new normal for yourself? <laughs> well... I will be a lot more cautious about what I touch, like doorknobs and handles. I'll be using a lot more hand sanitizer yes. and washing my hands a lot more often. 
And, you know, Alyssa, I think masks are going to be a part of our lives for a long time. And I am the type of person who always, always wears lipstick. And if I'm going to be wearing a mask, I don't know what the point is of wearing lipstick anymore just to get it smeared all over the inside of the mask. So I'm definitely going to have to adjust to that. Mm, wow. in, ter- in terms of teaching, this one's going to be really hard because I'm going to have to practice physical distancing with my students and my colleagues. And yes. I'm a huggy kind of a person, you know, so mm. I'm going to have to be careful about how I interact and keeping my distance because it is important that we have to keep each other safe. Well, that is very thoughtful of you and also very cautious in your your own personal way of doing things. And I think we all have to start from within. So thank you, Margot, for being so um, sensitive about the things around you and uh, starting from yourself. And we all have to uh, learn from that too. Yes, and I think too, Alyssa, that I'll be attending more classes, webinars, and courses to learn about online teaching tools and, and things that will be useful in the classroom via technology. That is great. I think all of us need to continuously learn in this area because there's so much out there. As you say correctly, there's so much resources that is out there. Yes. We may not know all of them. In fact, I'm sure all of us has a lot more to learn. So keep on challenging yourself to find you. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Love it. Thank you, Margot. Well, Margot, now I um, would like to ask you a very important question. And I think this will be very important for our future generations. What would your messages be for the future generations, Margot? I would say to the future generations that the world is a lot more connected than you think. Mm -hmm. As far as we know, COVID-19 started in Wuhan, China, halfway around the world from where I live in Bermuda. But this tiny microscopic organism has impacted this entire globe I think our future generations should recognize that just like the coronavirus has affected this world with a negative outcome, your choices, your career paths, your contribution to your society could also impact the entire world. And you need to make a decision about whether you want your contribution to be a negative one or a positive one. We need our future generations to have a more global awareness and to be prepared to work together to make changes that will benefit all of us. I think our generations need to be prepared for change and also they need to be adaptable. Who knows when COVID-19 will be relegated to the history books and who knows what else might come our way. So they will need to recognize that change is indeed constant. And now that technology is a part of our era, we all need to embrace it and use it to help move our country and our world forward. I love it, Marco. It is so well said. Positive contributions, global awareness. Yes. yes. Change is constant. Yes. We need to, we need to yes. be ready and be adaptable to those changes that we face. Well, thank you, Margot. I, I love it. And this is such an important message for all of us now, as well as for the future generations. And I believe with all that you just shared, is great value to all of us. And over the future generations to come, they will be able mm. to learn and also be able to 
seek your guidance and your mentorship in this whole journey in their life along learning. Thank you, Margot, so much for your time. And thank you so much for sharing such level of detail. And your viewpoints are so valuable to all of us and all the listeners now and the future. I'm very sure will be benefiting from your experiences and the sharing that you have just done in SkyGem Podcast. Margot, thank you so much once again for your time. And thank you so much once again for your contribution. I look forward to seeing you in person soon one day. And I look forward (laughs) to catching up again soon. Thank you, Margot. (laughs) Thank you, Alyssa. And thank you so much for allowing me the opportunity to share today. The honor and the pleasure is all ours. Thank you, Margot. You take good care of yourself. See you soon. You too, Alyssa. Bye-bye. Bye for now. We hope you enjoyed today's episode at Sky Gems Academy Podcast Series 1 on the topic of how COVID-19 transformed the education industry. If you enjoyed today's episode and you love the vision and mission of Sky Gems Academy, can you please help us to convince others to tune in to Sky Gems Academy Podcast 2? Please kindly subscribe to Sky Gems Academy Podcast. Please also kindly leave a quick review and rate Sky Gems Academy Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor.fm, Breaker and various Sky Gems Academy podcast channels. That would mean the world to us, so thank you so much for your support. Visit our website at www.skygemsacademy.com to find out more about our distinguished speakers and about Sky Gems Academy. We appreciate you and your continuous support. Thank you for tuning in to Sky Gems Academy podcast. High five and peace out.